You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. We're talking about podcast. We're talking about itty bitty podcast. Podcast. Merry mini Monday, chunkies. I'm Carter. The middle voice you hear today is me, and that's Doge. And me, Jordan. Hey, boys. How are you for hey. this summertime? Oh, so good in this summertime. Does it feel summertime like the summertime? Summertime is great for me. <laughs> it certainly feels like the summertime outside. It feels like the summertime outside. My brain is convinced that it's still March because yeah. my whole world paused in March. And I'm just like, when is spring break going to be over? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's just, it's kind of all over the place. I, I wanted to start our episode today. And first of all, I want to say, hopefully sometime soon, we'll be able to get back into the news um, with more like movie happenings. I was very right. confused, and I was like, "We got to do something." Then we got to do something worth reporting. Huh? We were in the news. <laughs> yes. No. 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 I mean, in the in the show, in um, the news. But for today, I want to. I, I need to redeem myself because the last time we played rank you very much, we didn't really play it. Yeah, we <clears> didn't actually told rank y'all. anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kind of told y'all things, and so I was inspired by our episode tomorrow, uh, Memento, as we get started with our Christopher Nolan series. Uh, in reading about Guy Pierce and his uh, weight loss that he had for this, Guy Pierce is yeah. kind of like um, weight trainer level type person, and so he had to thin up a little bit for Memento because sometimes a lot if, is asked of actors, and sometimes those actors choose to go a little bit beyond that. And so I have found a list of twenty uh, pretty extreme. Body transformations for movies. And so, but we're going to call this rank you very much summer bod. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and so we, I know that those chunkies at home, and you know what? It's not derogatory that we call our followers chunkies. Like I don't, we, we don't care what shape you're in, but a lot of people as the summer looms start to think about, well, I did just get that pool membership mm. or I did just get that above ground pool in the backyard because I don't want to be around people. Mm -hmm. Regardless though, if the neighbors happen to be peeking over the fence, I want to look Good. Yeah, they gotta right? like what so, they see. Well, the government's always watching is the thing, and so you gotta look good for the FBI agents that are sort of, um, you know, checking out your backyard or your apartment windows or you know that whole thing. We're gonna. We, I have twenty five. Okay. Okay. And so I want you guys because there are definitely some body transformations that stand out 
that we've heard of. And uh, I think a lot of the times, too, we even have some now, and this list is too old. This list is about uh, two years old. So the list is too old for names like Robert Pattinson to show up. He's kind of getting, uh, it's kind of a polarizing thing right now with him for the Batman movie because people are saying, well, he's not really staying in shape during the quarantine and all that kinds of stuff. And so a lot of the hey, times that becomes... me neither. That doesn't right? get in the way of my job though. Right? That kind of becomes a part of the media junket uh, is yeah. people being like, wow, you lost blank. And, right. and some of these are Oscar winning type things and you wonder how much influence that has. Like, if is that a commitment to your job kind of vibe? Sure. But, uh, does anybody want to take a shot yeah. at maybe what you think one of Big these time. might be? Uh, Christian Bale, like 100%. Yeah. Correct. Uh, can you think of... Uh, the or uh, the several movies that, wasn't that he's one done of them for? The, wasn't it The Machinist? Yeah, I think he so. he got down to 121 pounds for that. Yikes! Uh, was, he the, lost. Was that between Batman's? Yes. Jeez. Yeah, and then he had to bulk up for Batman. So he was losing. He he lost 63 pounds in four months. Wow! Uh, before doctors told him like you need to stop this because you are you are literally almost dead. Like you are you are killing yourself. And then didn't he do something crazy so, for was it American Hustle? Uh, Vice, Vice. Or, we played Dick Vice. American Hustle. Yeah, when he That's played Cheney, was. that was another Chubbed one that up. was that was another one that was on this list. He like would shave his head every day, bleached his eyebrows, gained a lot of weight. So yeah, he actually showed up on our list uh, last time we played Rank You Very Much as someone who's kind of hard to work with uh, in the movie biz as well. But sometimes I think it's because you reasons. can't recognize him because his body's changing between every time that you see <laughs> he him. can't even recognize like, himself. Who is that? Uh, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna throw my hat into the ring. Throw it in there. Is Chris Pratt on this gotta list be. for Guardians Chris, of the Galaxy? He certainly is. Chris All Pratt he did was is on this drinking list. beer. Wait, but is it for Zero yeah. Dark Thirty though? <laughs> it's actually they they reference specifically for Guardians of the okay. Galaxy. He lost sixty pounds and gained muscle after being Andy on Parks and Rec. Because yeah. uh, I don't think we I don't think we saw his body in Zero Dark shame. Thirty. Real shame. That is a shame. <laughs> that is a shame. And I forget that he's in that movie. Um, I forget that movie exists. Is uh, does anybody have another shot here? We ha- we have more than one superhero. Is that's actually the the two that you've mentioned already were were superhero reference. Mm-hmm. Is Charlize on there for Monster? Oh, for Monster. Charlize is. Yeah, she is on there for Monster. Okay. She put on thirty pounds to play a, a serial killer. Uh, that's this, not that impressive. One, I can put on thirty pounds. The, Give me like three months, <laughs> right? You'll, yeah, we'll get to some of these, and you're like, okay, that's just what I do on <laughs> that's accident <easy>. sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, she won an Oscar for that role. Okay, fair enough. Anyone else? Hmm? I mean, I feel like Tobey Maguire got pretty jacked for Spider Man, but I don't know if that counts. I think he did, but it wasn't drastic enough to make this list. I'm trying to think of it. You said there's another superhero we're missing. There is yeah. Hugh Jackman, not Hugh. The transformation between like Logan and X-Men 1 is pretty bananas, though. That is pretty bananas. Uh, how about Chris Hemsworth? So Chris Hemsworth, he was 215 pounds uh, for Thor, and then he had to go down to 184 for Rush. I don't know if y'all have seen that movie. It's actually great, uh, where oh, he plays a uh, race car driver. Right. And then he bulks back up and, and adds 35 pounds again to play Thor Jeez. right in the middle of all the MCU stuff. Wow. Yeah, I guess I don't think about the return trip on a lot of these transformations being crazy, too. Right. We have we have several more Oscar winners that y'all haven't quite mentioned yet for these specific I feel roles. like Gary Oldman is likely in there for something. He actually wasn't. I, uh, that kind of surprised me, too. It feels like most of his transformations are um, mannerisms not like and literally his body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> acting <laughs> acting you want to hear something really sad yeah 
Ryan Gosling prepared for a role in The Lovely Bones by gaining 60 pounds, only to be told that he looked terrible and that they had a different idea how the character should look. He eventually was replaced by Mark Wahlberg. Oh, man. <laughs> so he gained 60 pounds to not get the job. Yikes. I would like to, or to, lose I would like the to job. hear where he landed at the end of that 60 pounds so that I can feel bad about myself. Right. They didn't have that there. So they're not, they're not letting you. That's good. They're, they're looking not letting out you for feel me. that way. Tom Hardy uh, has shown up on oh, this list. Oh, yeah. Yes. That makes sense. Because of what he's done. He's like, I wish he, do you wonder if he just has ever wished that they had just done these in order? Like, let's do all my skinny <laughs> films first. Yeah. And then I'll bulk up. Right. Because he seems to just yo yo back Dude, and forth. And he was so big as Bane. Like, I, I remember being like kind of yep. disturbed the first time I saw him as Bane. Yep. Massive. And he he gained 43 pounds for his role in the Charles Bronson movie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, ate a massive amounts of food and trained with an ex-U.S. Marine. Um, it was just a five-week thing for him. So some people genetically, are, it's just a little bit a little bit easier. Would you process. say that he's perhaps one of the hardiest people on this nice. list? Nice. He's, he's very likely the nice. hardiest person on this list. Perfect. Uh, another Oscar winner that we have, uh, Natalie Portman. For so v she actually Vendetta? lost 20... 20- no, she lost 20 pounds for Black Swan. Oh. Um, she was training five to eight hours a day and ate hardly anything. And so she said she she literally thought she was going to die. Um, and you remember she had to be like a convincing ballerina. Mila Kunis is on this list as well for doing the same in the same film. Mm. I think uh, we, if one of you guys was like, you have to you have to hardly eat anything and think that you might die to keep doing this podcast, I would be like, that's not a job that I want. Right. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Especially because it makes no sense for the platform. That's a good um, point. <laughs> I don't know. So, I think you can hear uh, it. Another Oscar winner. We're going to be talking about this guy. Uh, I've actually got two more on here. So uh, is it that Leo? I, I want to talk about? Actually, let's do. There's three. A lot of these have Christopher Nolan uh, relationships here. Like these were people mm. that have been in Chris Nolan films. Okay, Matthew Ma- Nolan Matthew Nett. McConaughey has to be one. Four uh, Dallas Buyers. Right. He lost 47 yeah. pounds in six months yeah. for Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. Oscar winner. Yeah. One of the best acceptance speeches I've ever heard. Um, Leo, I feel like, is probably on there. Leo's not on there. Uh, There is an actress that we had last week, and we uh, won't have her this week, or we won't have her during this series, but she is in a Christopher Nolan movie. No, we will have her. It's Anne Hathaway, then. Yeah. She's in Interstellar, too, right? I forget Mm -hmm. that like everyone is Is in Interstellar. Is it for Les Mis? Well, the first Interstellar. For Les Mis, yeah. yeah. She thought she was going to collapse on set. She lost 25 pounds for that role. Huh. Uh, and then I want to leave us with one more on this rank you very much. Y'all did great. I think y'all got uh, a majority of these uh, for his role in the five-year engagement, which I've never seen. Is it Jason Siegel? Jason Siegel was told he had, he was told, this is awful. He was told he had to drop 35 pounds so that it would be convincing that Emily Blunt's character would find him attractive. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Is that not the worst thing you've ever heard? <laughs> That's so that awful. Sucks so bad. <laughs> That's terrible. I think he's an attractive guy. Like regardless, like what it. Yeah. Anyways. Imagine if. Uh, imagine a world where your w- wife is like, "Hey, I like you, but I need you to drop thirty-five pounds for the world to believe that I could possibly like you." <laughs> for the world to believe. That's the emphasis there. That's just cruel. That's um, awful. Next, I want to play, and I want us to do this. We might be playing this like every two weeks or so. Uh, but it's a little bit of like getting hyped for the movies to come. I am very excited about this Christopher Nolan series. But do you remember the game that we've played called Friend Franchise Free? Yes. 
Yes, sir. Okay, it's based off of a traditional uh, uh, explicit podcast rating type game. But uh, we we play friend franchise free, and I'm going to give you three actors. Actually, I'm going to give you three people in the movie business. Uh, and then you will decide to either friend them. You'll have to friend one of them. Uh, friending meaning this someone is this is one of your uh, this is a contact in your phone. This is someone you know will be able to hang, uh, be able to talk about anything, uh, go on vacation possibly. Mm-hmm. You can come over to their house and come over to yours. Uh, we're gonna have a franchise. It's gonna be someone where you're now playing the role as producer, and you are going to p- producer or director somebody important to be able to say, you know what, I want to make you uh, a part of a movie franchise. And then if you franchise this person, I do want you to tell me. Let's go into detail a little bit uh, on. Uh, what kind of franchise you'd want to have them in. And then free, free just means um, having just a thoughtful conversation about they shouldn't work anymore. (laughs) This is done. Uh, We would never see anything from them again. Uh, And so uh, we don't need details on that. I I do want details again on the franchise, what kind of franchise we're going to be in. And then for friend, why don't you go ahead and tell me what y'all's favorite thing to do would be. Okay. Yeah, that'll work. So our first friend franchise free is actually going to be a, around the theme of Memento. So f- I, we're going to have Guy Pierce, Carrie Ann Moss, and Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan, Guy Pierce, and Carrie Ann Moss. Friend, franchise, free. This is maybe the spiciest thing I've ever said on this podcast. I am going to friend Christopher Nolan. Okay. And here's why. Uh, my favorite thing, our favorite thing to do together would be to talk about his movies and how he stopped making them before he accidentally made a stinker and because if he stops now he stops at the top and that's where you want to stop he's too young to stop i never want him to stop yeah see but that's that's how we get i don't know maybe we can use dynamic insertion to insert an example that i think of later (laughs) uh i am going to free guy pierce and it's only it's only because he's the only one left uh but i will franchise carrie ann moss okay what's our what's Um, our film franchise Something, something a little matrixy, but something a little bit more action oriented. Uh, like I'm picturing, I'm picturing like a a Carrie Ann Moss led Taken style adventure, uh, where it's sort of that that dad brand of action movie. Yeah. Um, but she can probably bring a little bit more depth to that role. I just feel like she hasn't really done enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my my three are actually the exact same, but for different reasons. Oh, that's convenient. Allow me to explain. I'm going to... And then to, I'll go, and it's completely different. So. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to friend Christopher Nolan because I want him to continue making movies, but I think that Christopher Nolan is at his best when he shows up to the table with something brand new and just goes for it. And I'd be happy if his only franchise he ever really did was the Dark Knight trilogy and then just sort of let everything else just be a new idea that he brings. <laughs> I'm still waiting on Inception 2. <laughs> the Reckoning. Um so yeah, I, I and I just feel like Chris and I could really uh, get on like old pals. I think it would be really great. You know, he could sort of open up to me about what it's like being um, a world class, most recognizable, one of the best living directors, and I could be like, um, Chris, if you need your guitar restrung, I can do that for you, or you know, whatever. But um, <laughs> I would free Guy Pierce, and here's why: it's nothing malicious. I like him. He hasn't done anything for me in a long time. And uh, I think it's just time to set him out to pasture and let him retire with a, a fruity drink in hand by a pool and hang out. So <laughs> I'm going to let Guy go. Carrie Ann Moss is someone that I think, 
I think has the chops to do more than what she has been given. And the example that I'll use is in, you know, any of the Marvel stuff that she's been in on Netflix, you know, in and out of. Oh yeah. I forgot she was. Yeah. I think that she brings a lot more than like that matrix yelling in a room kind of flair. I think she's got real talent and I would love to see her lead um, something, something thriller y or dramatic. Um, I think that could be really great and just kind of let her be at the helm of that and really run with it. Yeah. It does feel like she need, I, I wish she had done more. It's like, what did Hollywood, did Hollywood just forget? Because right. she had a they hot so, right. so fixated on Keanu. Well, okay. Probably I get it. Point. If if it's, if Keanu was in the mix, it's I a mean, different answer. Maybe I get right. it as with him as a dude, but him as a performer, up against Carrie Ann oh, Moss, yeah. there's no, no way true. that you choose that. <laughs> that's true. In that. <laughs> no that's way. True. Um, Carrie, Carrie Ann Moss is going to be my friend. I want to friend her because she does feel like a legitimate, down-to-earth kind of person uh, that I think just would be a lot of fun. And like, yes, there might be connections to Keanu, and I might get to know Keanu because of knowing Carrie Ann Moss, but that's not why I'm trying to be her friend. This I just a, want to. I, I, I want to be very to, clear. I want to get out ahead of this. This okay. is not. <laughs> Carrie Ann, I just want to get to know you better. <laughs> just tell me about you. And then also. And your friends. Like, uh, wow, is that a photo of Keanu? Interesting. How was all that? Is he nearby? <laughs> um, I, I'm going to franchise Guy Pierce. Um, Guy Pierce is interesting to me. I think he is he is good for Chris Nolan. Because Guy Pierce feels like he's just down to do just strange roles. I do agree with that. And I want to franchise him, and I want to just take a shot. I just want to be like, you know what? Maybe this is his swan song, but let's try and do a franchise of him being and, – and bear with me here. Maybe I'm just in the Christopher Nolan mood. I'm going to call it uh, Same Evil, uh, Same Evil franchise. And uh, the premise is that all of the greatest evils of the world are all the same human being. And it's just Guy Pierce and all these different prosthetics playing like historically known awful people for every different movie. You need to be careful because like, that's going to get picked up. To continue to be that evil. You need to be there careful. We see you, Melissa. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Coming Christmas 2022 to Lifetime Television. Uh, you know what? I'm ch- I changed my mind. Guy Pierce, you're done. I'm freeing you. <laughs> um, and I'm going to franchise Christopher Nolan. Same movie idea? It's g- it's not the same movie okay. idea. What we're actually going to do is we're going to wait about 20 years and we're going to do another Batman trilogy. Um, and this one's Starring going to Mario be, Lopez. Uh, well, this is going to be our much older Batman. Uh, and we're going to come back with that. Uh, and I just want to see what, what, what Gotham has turned into. And guys, I've got to feel like he's going to come back. Is there any, would you be completely surprised if 10 to 20 years from now, Chris Nolan says, you know what? Maybe not. Let's not do another franchise of it, but let's do another Batman movie. I think I would be shocked. I think I would be shocked just because that seems outside of Christopher Nolan's mo. Yeah, he strikes me. I don't me, know, man. I could be wrong. I mean, he if, strikes me if as the Wachowskis a, had made the Dark Knight sure. trilogy, and we're like, let's make Dark Knight four in twenty years, like they're doing with Matrix. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Chris Chris Nolan Scorsese, just strikes me as like easy to walk away. Like he's just like, okay, yeah. I'm tr- I'm trying to think of other. Big time directors that have had franchises. Scorsese hasn't. He he's like a one off type person. Right. Uh, Spielberg comes back, but in a oh, yeah. producer role. I'm not interested in another Chris Nolan movie if he's the producer. Right. I need him to be writing it. I need well, him and his brother. We've been burned by Chris Nolan in a producer role before. I'm looking at you, all of DC. 
Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, great. Well, let's do this one more time. Friend franchise free. We're going to do Insomnia. Okay. Which will be next week's Christopher Nolan film. Uh, and we're going to, this is going to be a, uh, a, uh, resurrection Monday here. We're going to bring Robin Williams back. Okay. So Robin's back. So that means we have Al Pacino, Robin Williams, and Hillary Swank. Friend, franchise, free. I have my answer. I'm setting Al Pacino free. Finally. From this mortal coil. He can rise and rise. He can rest. It, His business is finished. It's time, Al. <laughs> you you may find your peace at last. Um, and we can all say goodbye to our little friend. I am going to friend Hillary Swank. Um, I feel like she's a good hang, probably pretty chill. Uh, she'd probably come over for Thanksgiving and bring a good side or two. And I like that. But mostly I'm friending her so that I can franchise Robbie. Um, I feel like that would have been something really interesting. Flubber 2, maybe. Um, Flubber 3, even. But, My but goodness. for real, uh, Robin Williams <laughs> leading something that sticks around for a while with, um, you know, let's call it a tight trilogy. Maybe Christopher Nolan directed, who knows, but just something that RV two, yeah, RV two, RV three. And then then when, when them and the night at the museum movies all collide (laughs) in the time warp. Yeah. But no, I think, I think he, um, I think he could have done something really great with something like that. And so I, I would have, I would love to see it. My answer is similar. Because it includes the same three actors, but different because I have different <laughs> opinions about what to do with them. <laughs> I'm going to friend Robin Williams because I feel like hanging out with Robin Williams is probably a lot. Maybe this is a false perception of Robin, but I feel like it would have been a lot like Patch Adams. <laughs> and that's kind of the the vibe he would bring always, except I'm not sick. Sorry, I'm just I friend. changed my answer. I want to friend Hillary Swank so I can hang out with the million dollar baby. If that's just how I'm <laughs> <laughs> Well, she's available because I am going to free her. Okay. Um, because Hillary Swank has she's she's a take it or leave it kind of person to me. And there are some people in your life that are take it or leave it people. And Hillary Swank is one of those take it or leave it people for me. Um and I'm also gonna free I'm gonna free Al Pacino. You're freeing two people. Did I say no, keep it. No keep it, you coward. <laughs> oh, uh oh. No, I messed up. This means you have to you friend have to, Al Pacino. No, you have to that franchise means, no, you have to Al Pacino. Oh no. Oh. Oh no, I misspoke. Well, now I have to the franchise Irishman two. Yes, the Irishman three, um, four even. Well, crap! I'm stuck now. I'm stuck with this franchise. So let's let's give him something that <laughs> we don't expect him to succeed at, but he'll secretly be amazing at. I don't know what that is. Super Smash, maybe Brothers. live action Super Mario. <laughs> it's me. Uh, yeah. Say hello. Oh, do my little that's a fireball. <laughs> Oh let's go. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, let's go. I'm sticking with that. <laughs> Al Pacino uh, for a live action Super Mario franchise. Um, I'm freeing Hillary Swank because Swank almost sounds like the past tense of someone who's been freed. So that kind of just feels appropriate. She was just Swank and then she was gone. It's not that I agree um, with you. It's just I don't know how to disagree. I that's that's what she does. Um, I'm going to friend Robin Williams uh, just because I would hope some of his his kind of humor would would rub off on me. 
and just to get inside his head. I think he would be exhausting some days, but what <laughs> friends aren't? Carter pans the Zoom call. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to franchise Al Pacino. Let's do Tales from the Crypt. And I want him to be the crypt keeper. And I'm just yeah. going to say, no offense, no makeup. Just go out there <laughs> and just and just be a part of this this wonderful. He could uh, just do his Irishman Jimmy Hoffa makeup franchise. Yeah, franchise series. Um, that was fun. I hope I hope some of them don't listen at some point and get offended because uh, that would make me feel. If bad. Al is offended well, if, that if I, I set him free to go run among the uh, <clears throat> the poppy fields in Elysium, then I don't really know what else to say to him. Right. The only um, celebs that listen to our podcast are Melissa Joan Hart. So as long as we don't say anything mean about her or about Sabrina the Teenage Witch, I think we're in. Hey, the can clear. we drop a quick update good. on that whole situation? By the way, it it had it had definitely felt like, um, you know, the the time to hit pause on progress. But but please know, she tweeted about this movie, and uh, we zinged her. We, we zinged her good. We got nothing back. We got nothing back. Yeah. If you have any connections to Melissa Joan Hart, Mario Lopez, or for personal reasons separate from this, Mark Paul Gosseler, I would love uh, to hear from you because <laughs> uh, we, we're we desperate to get in touch and uh, hash this out. To stick with the, the theme of, of we're hoping we're not offending famous people and then also feeling like we're in some kind of like one-sided feud with a famous person. Um, let's end today's episode by, by giving your name and then let me know of what actor out there would you most like to be in a public feud with? <laughs> okay. I'm Carter. And you know, I, I, if you had asked me this a couple years ago, I'd say Taylor Lautner, but I'm not going to say that because I'm changed. Um, <laughs> I think though, I think that Vin Diesel needs to be exposed <laughs> I don't know what magic dust he's put on everybody to make him so lovable <clears throat> and why putting a random picture of him with a beard from a fantasy movie 10 years ago and calling it Creative Monday gets 5 million likes. But he needs someone to to come up and like, because again, this is a public feud, right? People people actually get to see what I have to say. Um, but yeah, I I long for it. <clears throat> I'm Doge, and when selecting someone for a personal feud, you've got to make sure it's not going to be the same thing every day. Because if you get used to it, you let your guard down, and they will win. Um, and in this case, I'm viewing personal feud as this person is trying to assassinate me. Uh, and I'm going to choose Matthew McConaughey for that, because there is no way to predict what he would be doing. I, I can just as easily picture him sending me a mean email as I can picturing him showing up at my front door shirtless, wearing a coyote pelt and challenging me to a djembe off. So I have no idea what my future would hold if I was in a public feud with Matt, but I would love it. You would probably learn so much from a public feud with Matt. I don't think I would learn anything from Vin, like worthwhile. <laughs> Vin like maybe learn Matt, from you, I think. It's like your feud is kind of more of an Anakin Obi-Wan type thing. And yours it's like, is more of like a Harry and the Hendersons type thing. That's probably it. Perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm Jordan, and I would love to publicly feud with just kind of the whole team behind Kangaroo Jack, just top to bottom. <laughs> Everybody who really had a hand in that movie uh, in any way, the animation, the music choices. Is he responsible? 
I just, I also think it would be so funny to just every once in a while jump on social media and just see me tweeting at somebody and just being like, you made him rap. You made him rap. What were you thinking? Uh, I think that would be great. So yeah, that's my official answer. I think they'd be just as excited to be in a feud with somebody. Yeah, I think they'd be excited to have a conversation with I think with they're fine with someone talking about it. Yeah. They would turn your tweets into Kangaroo Jack 3. Is there a two? Yeah. No. Look it up. Oh my gosh. It's cartoon! Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.